On this episode of Diggity, a video game podcast, we discuss Black Ops 4 troubles, Jade Raymond leaves EA, Days Gone has changed launch dates, and look out, holy cow, there's a new Paw Patrol game. Let's jump into it. I'm your host, Jeff James. As always with me is the luscious Brody. Had to leave suspense in there. Yeah. Like there's a perfect a amount crash. of suspense. Should I like crash it. crash of thunder. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you're still alive, my friend. Thank you, my friend, for taking care of me this weekend at my Halloween party <laughs> at my house. Jello shots. Tequila. Tequila, Tequila jello, jello shots. shots. Oh, my gosh, dude. Yeah. I don't know how many I had. Oof. Oof. I, don't, I don't know how many you had either. Well, only the toilet knows. Um, you can find us. <laughs> Speaking of that, I don't know how this is going to fit in, but hey, you yeah, can follow us on this. Instagram at Diggity Podcast. Uh, you can also follow me personally on Twitter at Jeff J Zuck, J E F F J Z U K. And where can they find you, Brody? Uh, you can find me on Twitter as well at B R O D Y F U L T Z. That's right. You can also subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, uh, Spotify, wherever you listen to. We're pretty much everywhere. So hit us yeah. on up. Um, speaking on hitting us up, hitting us up, you boys at Amazon hit us up. Mm, no, big time. <laughs> Get ready for this one, boy. Woo! Oh God, All buckle right. in, buckle in for this one. Let me text. <laughs> Let me get the mic real close. Oh God, it. This one's gonna get sensual. Yeah. Is that? Oh boy. You like reading? Cause I don't. Thank God, because Audible's got to figure it out for me. I'll tell you what, I don't have to read anymore. You don't. You can't read. Doesn't matter. You can get a book to read to you. Amazon, Audible. Head on over to audibletrial.com/diggity. D-I-G-G-I-T-Y. For access to over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. In fact, guess what? You can get a free audiobook download. And guess what? Three 30-day free trial for you. Sweet thing. That's right. Head on over to audibletrial.com/diggity. D-I-G-G-I-T-Y. For your free 30-day free trial. Is it a free trial if it's a free 30-day trial? If I say free twice, does it help? Who knows? All I know, can't read? That's okay. It's actually a problem, but that's okay in this case because Audible's got your back. <laughs> I, I can't help you learn to read. Neither can Audible, but it can read for you. So head on over to audibletrial.com. Always happy for Audible to support us on the show here. Um and uh, with that, I fulfill my obligations. Um, <laughs> and sit, well, actually, no, I have not fulfilled my obligations yet. Yeah, this you is got, the you Tuesday have more. Show. I do. Yeah, don't Always. be giving up yet. Always got, have obligations. You got a lot more. I know. Mm. Come on now. All right, so this is a Tuesday show. Uh, this is also a video game podcast. If you haven't <laughs> found that out yet by the first eight minutes of this podcast, essentially talking about <laughs> Audible. Uh, and on this podcast, basically, we go through, on the Tuesday show, we go through basically what games are coming out this week because... I mean, good lord, we're we're a video game podcast. That's that's what we should be doing. So, let me get on into it. Coming to a console near you 
That's so cheesy that you wrote that in the show notes, Brody. <laughs> October 22nd. I wondered if you would read it or not. <laughs> I'm like, Ron Burgundy, I'll read anything. I know. I, I throw things in there just to see if you'll do it or not. Testing me. It's terrible. Yeah. It's terrifying. Uh, so coming to a console near you, which would be in your living room or wherever you have your console, you know, whatever. Uh, October 22nd, Disgaea 5, uh, Alliance of Vengeance comes to the PC. October 23rd, Paw Patrol on a mother flipping roll. It's not called mother flipping roll, but it's Paw Patrol on a roll comes to the Switch, PC, the PS4, and the Xbox. Don't know why that's in here. Just Dance. You're welcome. Thank you. Just Dance 2019 comes to the Switch, the Wii U, the 360. Holy shit. The yeah. Three? <laughs> the Wii? Yeah, man. It's the coming to PS4 the Wii. And the Xbox One. Case in point, if you can't find Just Dance, you might be living in Wyoming. Nickelodeon Kart Racers comes to the PS4, Switch, and Xbox One. Uh, headliner, Novi News, comes to PC. Nailed it. Throne Breaker. <laughs> The Witcher Tales comes to PC. That's awesome. Uh, October 24th, Skyhill comes to Xbox One. Uh, Midnight Deluxe comes to Xbox One as well. Uh, October 25th, 7 Billion Humans comes to Nintendo Switch. Party Hard 2 comes to the PC. Storm in a Teacup. Sounds like a dirty video. Comes to Nintendo Switch. <laughs> and October 26th, Red Dead Redemption 2, PS4, and Xbox One. Boy, October 26th, Rootin' Tootin' Shootin' Cowboys 2 comes out. And I cannot wait. I am Pumped up. We're so close. What, three days from the time they'll be listening to this? About three days yeah. from now, even, honestly. Three days before we could say goodbye to life for a couple hours. We become cowboys. A couple hours. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be, gonna be uh, we, uh, that's going to be a long night, man. We. It's going to be a real long night. Are you ready to become a cowboy? Yeah. Me too. All right. Spooky. I'm going to sleep in my boots tonight, honestly. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm going to sleep in my cowboy boots naked tonight just so I can feel Red Dead Redempy down. <laughs> You're goddamn right I am. All right. Uh, spooky Games also added to Xbox Game Pass today. Good God. Please tell me that's not the thing they went with. Is that really what that, they called That it? is literally what they went mm, with. Yeah. Boy, oh no. boy. That one wasn't me. That was all... Uh, uh, old Major Nelson. Well, if you feel like getting spooky, you can get Dead <laughs> Island, Riptide DE. Okay. Uh, you can get Outlast. You can get Hello Neighbor. That's a great deal. Uh, and Observer. Uh, all available on Game Pass today. So, I mean, four decent games uh, added. Hello Neighbor is a really good one in there, obviously. Um, that actually, that was pretty hot this summer, but wasn't, uh, so it hasn't been that long since it's been out. Yeah. So, it's pretty awesome. Um, and with that, now I've effectively and efficiently fulfilled my obligations. So we can jump right into the news. Are you, are you ready for this? Are you ready? I am so ready, Jeffrey. Oh, my gosh. Fantastic. Okay, so Black Ops 4, dude, is having trouble with Treyarch right now. Apparently, there's a bug on the Xbox One X. Uh, YouTuber that goes by the name of VG Tech Talks, um, or VG Tech, sorry, talked about uh, Black Ops 4 <laughs> having degraded performance on the Xbox One X. Uh, until the Xbox had been reset. Uh, the video that he posted comparing the frame rates from the PS4 Pro to the Xbox One X does not show the bug, unfortunately, but he did say he encountered this bug while playing and talked about it in the description. This may bring resolution to some of the issues with Call of Duty right now, particularly to those playing on the Xbox One X. So apparently the tick rate has been downgraded. During the beta, Black Ops 4's uh, multiplayer mode ran ADT, a solid tick rate. 
of 60 hertz. Uh, the tick rate is now currently 20 hertz after release. So that's quite the downgrade. The beta also uh, showed Blackout running capping at 20 hertz, and many hoped that by release the game mode would be brought up to line with the multiplayer. Uh, apparently, this is actually vice versa. Uh, Treyarch had this to say in response. They said, we're constantly working to optimize the game and particularly network performance to ensure the highest quality online experience for our players. For a game launch with a massive uh, population as ours, uh, hitting so many global servers at once, we configure our infrastructure to ensure game stability as the highest priority over all other factors. Now that we're past the initial launch of the game, we're focusing on fine-tuning network performance around the globe using the real-world data uh, that we've collected. Uh, over the course of the next two weeks, we'll roll out several updates to our network setup that will continue to improve upon the experience of our players since launch. So, Treyarch's responded. I mean, a little too late. Uh, they should probably yeah. kind of just let people know ahead of time. Hey, guys, like, you know, this might come up. And uh, if it comes up, guess what? Like, you can just wait a bit. Yeah, uh, this one's this one's kind of ugly, honestly. I mean, if you can release a beta and it will run at, you know, 60 hertz or whatever, the or the tick rate will be at 60 hertz, mm -hmm. it, to come out with the finished product and it be downgraded is no bueno. But um, I, I mean, they, they do have a point. So like the beta is a cl it, it it was closed beta, right? So like yeah. it was invite only. So it was a stress test, and it, it was um, through it. What I take from this is that it's not going to sit at twenty. It's going to go up. I mean, do I think it's going to go back up to sixty? I don't know. Depends how many people are playing. Yeah. Right. Yeah, but at the same time, I mean, in a game like this, the that tick rates pretty damn important so oh, I mean, absolutely no, there's no it, that. it really really hurts the multiplayer experience so i feel i don't i don't know man i i this one's just pretty ugly honestly it's it's not a good thing to see in a game that focuses so heavily on twitch reactions and and i was playing it um i played a little bit on saturday when i finally got around to it and okay. um Blackout was a little rough. It did not run real great. The the game that I played, game or two that I played, um, it looked like it was fun, but it, it just wasn't running properly. And I actually had not reset the Xbox or shut off the game or anything like that since I had gotten the update installed. So that could have been part of the problem there. I, I didn't read about this issue until I believe it was this morning or yesterday. Um, <clears throat> but the... The multiplayer was okay. Um, it it wasn't playing too terribly. Mm. I I I wasn't doing well, but I I just kind of blame that on not playing Call of Duty in forever. And um, you think that tick rate actually affected you? I I don't know. I mean, like I said, I I equated it to just being rusty. Um, so I, I didn't think anything of it at the time, but now coming out with this, I mean, I, I'd be interested to see if my play goes up a little bit. But at the same time, I mean, I'm low level, can't create much on my classes, don't have yeah. a bunch of stuff unlocked. So, I, I mean, that's about par for the course. Um, and hopefully it'll get better. Um, but no, I would fully, pretty much fully equate it to my ability, honestly. <laughs> I did play split screen, and I will say that was absolutely god-awful. Uh, that did not run well at all, and it oh, was really? pretty painful. Yeah, that yeah, that one I could one Xbox, right? Yeah, okay. yeah. So I'm not I'm not even running on the one X, but I I definitely could tell that in split screen there was a massive massive downgrade in in um in uh, the quality of the game. In all in all really? honesty, it was just everything? yeah. 
it just was it, it it didn't feel right like i was dead before i ever saw people like I, you could tell everything was slower on my end at least and um so that was disappointing to see um and I, i've seen other complaints about that so i do i i am pretty sure that one is actually uh, a complaint from the from their side of it not just me sucking but whatever um but no i i think i hope this is not just your general pr release where they're like oh no we're working on it and yada yada and then we don't hear anything from for months you know um well yeah they gotta fix this pretty quickly yeah they're gonna have to they're gonna have to jump on this quick absolutely hopefully coming back Right, exactly, and that's the thing, you know, they're they're finally bringing themselves back to the light, I suppose, or to the limelight here, and people are paying more attention to Call of Duty, even though that, I mean, it obviously still sells well, but right, um, it, it's more more in the spotlight than it has been in a long time, and so they need to jump back on this right away and get this resolved so it doesn't uh, come back to bite them in the ass. So. We'll have to see. This kind of stuff, like this kind of stuff right here, has me worried for what, like, if this is what gaming becomes, where it's just like, let's just create something, even though the technical abilities of that thing are not there, but let's try to fill as much shit as possible, and then when we launch it, it's downgraded to all hell. Like, there's been stuff like that, obviously, in the past, like with the E3 stuff, where stuff's shown, and then it's not a very, it, it's not, it's not the same thing. Yeah, in, in a game. Yeah, like, a lot of the manufactured trailers and things like that well not the, even that the fake even gameplay some of the gameplay is like yeah. yeah like it's you know that's it and it's running on like the most hardcore as, as, as all hell right. PC and you know and even then a lot of that they they upgrade just for that gameplay yep uh, there, there's been a lot of controversy over that in the past what five six years at least oh it's gotten so, it's yeah it's, it's gotten it, really it just keeps getting worse. worse too i mean but this is totally different because this is actually like this is beyond even this is beyond just graphics like if it's one thing for graphics to be like shot back down you know whatever yeah. but it's, right. it's a whole nother animal when it's it's essentially you know a a the whole thing of the game like the, the actual yeah. performance of the game rather Absolutely. than just graphically yeah, that's a big issue for sure, especially because Call of Duty has always been known as being that twitch shooter. Like, it's not a uh, you. You don't have you know ridiculous health bars and over shield and things like that. Like you have in games like Halo or Destiny. Like, mm-hmm. basically, if you see and shoot first, and as long as you hit pretty solid, you're probably going to win. So, when you're talking about you know something that affects just a fraction of a second of being able to play. Um, I mean, you're talking win or lose right there for sure. Yeah. So it's it's definitely not good to see. And like I said, I just picked it up, so I was really excited about it. And I, I'm still gonna play it. I don't think it's gonna affect me enough because I'm not I'm not, not that hardcore, hardcore it. Yeah. about it. Yeah, no, I'm I'm playing it just for the hell of it and just right. just because it's fun. I mean, but um, I, I mean, I'm not in like competitions or anything like that. But uh, yeah, it was. It sucks to see for sure, and I hope they get this resolved quick before they uh, before they hurt themselves again. So, well, we'll have to see. We'll have to see if they're they're quick to nip this in the bud. I, my senses would say yes because obviously it's just going to hurt. You know, like I said before, oh, yeah. pro base coming back, and also um, just you know all the great stuff that they had with Blackout. Um, anyways, another piece of news: uh, EA Studio head Jade Raymond. Uh, leaves the company. So Raymond was the head of the studio that focused on the Star Wars properties. 
Uh, Raymond had previously been at Ubisoft uh, as the producer on the Assassin's Creed series and executive producer on Watch Dogs and Splinter Cell Blacklist. Uh, Samantha Ryan will be taking Raymond's place. Uh, Ryan uh, has previously worked as president of Monolith and as senior vice president of product and development at Warner Brothers. She has also led teams at EA from Bioware to Maxis. Uh, EA Studios is focused on bringing more creative new games and content to players. Uh, Laura Miel, I don't know, I'm sorry if I botched your name, uh, and her team have taken several steps internally to better support our game makers in this pursuit, such as expanding Samantha Ryan's portfolio to lead additional studios, including Motive. Uh, said John Riesberg, head of communications at EA, in a statement, uh, he says, Samantha is known for driving creative design and supporting game teams so they can bring their visions to life. She is a deeply experienced game maker with a, game, with a gameography that spans from The Sims to Batman Arkham City to No One Lives Forever to the highly anticipated Anthem. Uh, with this change, Jade Raymond has decided to leave Electronic Arts. Uh, in her time with us, uh, Jade helped uh, to build great teams and our projects underway at Motive and other studios continue unchanged. Uh, we're appreciative of all of her efforts and we wish Jade all the best as she moves on to her next adventure. We are driving greater creativity story into everything we do across EA Studios and we'll look forward to sharing more in the months to come. Huh. So, what I take from that is... Jade's probably not happy with the company because who just left also? Battlefield. Uh, Battlefield dude left just recently yeah. as well. Yep. Um, forget his name, but yeah, Battlefield dude. Um, that was, yeah, that was probably what, month ago? Month and a half ago, maybe? I think so. He I think left? right when we started the podcast, honestly. Yeah, it was right about the same started. time we started. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's interesting. You know, we'll have to see what what comes about this. Uh, obviously, she's worked on a, a plethora of different games, of different genres, and right. stuff like that. So that's cool. She's also been through like the whole EA family, so it makes sense. Um, you know that she is now going to be uh, the studio head um, for EA, as all these other things. She's worked for all the smaller studios, and on top of that, also Warner Brothers. Um, so she can encompass what the whole company is. Uh, obviously, EA is going to continue to move on. Um, it's a little interesting though in the one line where it's like EA Studios is focused on bringing more creative new games and content to players. So maybe that line means like we're going to see more stuff like Anthem and we're going to get away from a lot of IP-based things. Like yeah. already existing IP. Um, which I'm happy with, but also not. Because here's the thing, right? Like Star Wars Battlefront, the first one was okay. Like the, the redo, the redo, not the originals. The originals are fantastic. Right. The redo, right. okay. Second one was a disaster with with, with the crates. And right. you and I played it and... It was okay. Meh. Well, it's meh. Like the, some of the maps and, and a lot of stuff was just like, okay, cool. And I think you actually enjoyed it more than I did, in all honesty. I mean, well, it here's was, the thing though: I had false okay. enjoyment just because I, I, as a kid, I spent so many hours playing the originals, and so many people did as well. That and specifically, oh yeah, I played the hell out 2, of them. Specifically, Battlefront Two, I played so much of. So yep. it was a little bit of a honestly, like looking through rose-colored glasses at the start, but when mm -hmm. it got down to it, it was disappointing. Um, you know, like. Jade worked on, or you know, Raymond had worked on, uh, you know, Assassin's Creed series. Was executive producer on Watch Dogs, and also on Splinter Cell Blacklist. Like it's, you know, there's some pretty good, decent properties that were on there. But you know, yeah. Watch, 
I mean, Watch Dogs has done well for Ubisoft. Um, Assassin's Creed obviously has done well, same with Splinter Cell, and it sounds like they came she came in, started doing the Star Wars stuff, and it didn't work out. And it sounds like yeah. she just kind of was like, you know what, you know, this either was a mutual thing possibly, or it was just her saying, hey, time to move yeah. on. From what I understand, she was there for um, for the the second um, Battlefront. Okay. Yeah. So that's so I mean, but yeah, I, I so it's, it's there seems to be some leave, dude because in that tenure, like what she we talking about, like probably like two years, right? Two three yeah, years. probably two that. three years probably. So like I I mean a head of a studio doesn't stay for two years, and then decides right. to leave. Like I think it was a, a mutually agreed upon thing and time to go because yeah. it sounds like Samantha Ryan. If what they want to do is they're saying is focus on bringing more creative new games and content to players, then you know she like seems Ryan's, like the right person, the right fix, which is good. Like here's the thing: yeah, everyone absolutely. wants to hate on EA, um, and I get it for certain reasons. Um, like I think EA has been the tester uh, of a lot of the 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 gaming world, where it's like, what can we get away with in terms of payments yeah. and, and and testing? Where is that line quite at? Well, yeah, not only that, but also I, th- I think it, I think in some cases they've done it intentionally. And I think in others they've done it unintentionally. I think in others they, they honest to God, just tried to innovate the business model a little bit differently, and they wanted to be the first ones to do it. Um, and when you do that, uh, there's some things that work, and there's some things that you know people just hate, right? And, and right. it doesn't take to the wind at all. So, you know, they, they do try to innovate, um, not even just in their business models, but even in most of their games as well. And and recently, I mean, they've just they haven't been like this shining awesome company really they've in my eyes really they've they've just been uh you know here's madden 19 here's nhl 19 you know right. here's, here's all these sports games uh and here's um you know and a game called anthem that's going to be coming out that we still to this day i mean i feel like i know a decent amount about it but not i mean i'm not i'm not hyped as i should be I feel. Yeah, and that I, could just be, I think uh, maybe I'm sick of those right. style of games, but you know. Well, and I think as time gets closer, I think the potential to be hyped about it would probably be greater. I mean, right now we're three days away from Red Dead Redemption, so pretty much oh. fuck everything else, right? Oh, for the next I mean, month. <laughs> yeah, like the, yeah. So I, I am in the same boat. Like, I'm not even hyped about Division Two, and that's a game that I'm definitely looking forward to, but. Right now, it doesn't matter for the foreseeable future. You know, the next three months, it's going to be Red Dead and probably a little bit of Smash once Smash comes out. But I, I mean, for the rest of the year, I'm pretty. I'm sitting pretty good on games. I, I've got like Red Dead is going to take a stupid amount of time, and we're going to play the absolute hell out of it. Oh, absolutely. So uh, I agree. I, I'm not exactly pumped for anthem as it stands now but as we get closer i could see myself getting interested in it so but February that's 22nd is when it's supposed yes. to launch yes yes mm. um i don't know yeah but you also don't necessarily care so much for that style of game like yeah. destiny's right up my alley i love destiny and so that's um that'll well, definitely be something I i'm keeping my it. eye on i didn't mind destiny like if this if anthem really Maybe Anthem is actually what I wanted out of Destiny. Who knows? Yeah, maybe I mean, they I should be given a try. But yeah, I just I don't know. I just don't know if the market, like I, I don't know. Uh, people seemed pumped about it when it was announced, but 
we'll have to see in February. Like, well, and there's been an, there's been uh, somebody that stepped down from the head of Anthem there too, mm-hmm. or the studio making Anthem. So I mean, that's that's three pretty big people within EA that have left in the last. But that's what, what's four got, or five months. That's what's got me worried. If it wasn't mutual, exactly, then it's like mm, I don't want the well, stain on. Yeah, me. and that's the thing. I I mean, I, it worries me too. Because um, let's be honest, right? EA's been yeah, EA's kind of been letting some head roll or heads roll lately. Um, well, I think or so it seems from the outside looking in. I mean. Also, because right, you, you sit around in the industry and you're like, would you work on Star Wars Battlefront Two? Whoa, okay. right, right. What part of it? Loot boxes. Woo! <laughs> Everything except for loot boxes. Store team. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like I, I feel, but I don't think it's like the. This is not the end of it. Like I've saw some stuff online about this when I was reading today in a coffee shop, and people are like, "Oh man, this is like going to be the end. This is it." And it's like, mm, no. Like there's no so much money that EA makes off of stuff. Um, they can retain themselves no problem, and just even from the sports games, it's a ridiculous amount. Obviously, they want to create more and more revenue for themselves. But you know, hopefully, I with that statement of like we want to create new and innovative, blah blah blah. Hopefully, it's it's kind of like cool. Like let's move on with with other things. It's crazy. Well, and- though, with the Disney stuff, like how do you? I guess I can't say, like, how do you F up Star Wars? Because obviously it's a big property to work with. But it's like, there is so, there was almost, there was literally almost like a blueprint online for what people wanted for the next Battlefront. Yeah. Like, years. Right. Years of just online forums of, like, what we would want for the next one. Like, people were trying to make their own, like, you know, fan-based ones. It, It was just... I just don't know how it got to that point. Um, and I don't even want to blame greed to it because I think that's what a lot of people go to because they, they just want, like, you know, the the, the revenue streams in game and stuff like that. But um, I just, I don't know. Maybe it was just some people were like, oh, it's my chance to finally work with Star Wars and, and make Star Wars into what I want it to be. And that's fine. But the problem is Star Wars has been around for so long. It's like you, it's, you can't take Mickey Mouse and, you know, make him hit a 40 or whatever in the backyard. You know, he's got a, he's Mickey Mouse at the end of the day. You got to conform to the IP and you got to keep true to the IP because the IP is valued only by its fan base. The IP doesn't just have uh, value that floats in the middle of the air. The value is all perceived upon individuals. So Mm -hmm. I think people forget that a lot of times. You know, they just go, oh, it's Star Wars. People just buy it. And people did for the first one, didn't for the second. Right. I think... Uh, them coming out and saying that they're looking to go in more creative ways and work on more creative projects, I think that's awesome because that's exactly what EA needs. They've been rehashing the same shit for too long, and I think it's time that they venture out a little bit. I mean, uh, obviously you have like your your Bioware where they're working on um, you know Mass Effect and things like that, but right. a lot of the base of EA revolves around these sports games or. You got uh, and you got Anthem coming out next year, but it just seems like that is exactly what they need to do if they want to keep surviving. Because at the same time, like I I stopped buying Madden forever ago just because 
there's not that much of a change in it. I mean, there no. is, but there's not. I, it's still the same Madden game, where right? Had, where you had the frostbite engine was being used, yeah, for the first time. But um, I mean, you can go damn near six, seven years without any dramatic changes. I mean, graphics change and stuff like that. But I'm not big enough of a Madden fan to care. Yeah. In all honesty, I just I just don't play it. So well, that's the thing, though, right? Is is what happens is is from my own personal experience. So like. Up in up in Canada, when I lived up in uh, in Toronto, um, my big thing with it is for any NHL was the biggest thing, right? Instead of like Madden down here, um, right? And it was one of those things where like you just went and got the new one because one of your buddies decided you'll get the new one, and yeah. basically that forced all of you who would hang out and play and get better at it to get it because the changes that would be in the game were so minute. But if you didn't have it throw you off so i mean there are changes but they're so minuscule that yes you're absolutely right like if, if you're not a hardcore player of it like and that's a, that's the thing too is those that that pattern that purchasing pattern eventually has like a, a, a death sentence to it like it, it eventually yeah. like for me right like I, I played nhl i had every nhl as a kid from 2000 and like four or five or something like that all the way to 18 or 17. Mm-hmm. I think it was 18. Because yeah. I think I even played 18 with yeah, you. Yeah, 18 or something of, like that. Uh, and then EA Access. Well, actually, sorry, I skipped a little bit in between because I had the EA Access, and that's what actually got me to get 18 because I only had 16. I didn't get 17, and I didn't get 18, but then I got EA Access for Christmas, and I like, think it's awesome, cool, and it was on there. And I did yeah. the same thing with Madden. But I stopped because I was like, ah, you know what, whatever. Don't care. Don't need to get a new one eventually. And that's happening to a lot of people. I've got buddies that do the exact same thing. I don't know if that's because we're all like growing up and we don't have as much time to play with each other, like for NHL and stuff like that. But right. um, eventually that ends. And yeah, like, I mean, they make a ton of money off this stuff because it's like, oh, new Madden. Oh, man. Oh, damn. You know, oh, new NHL. Oh, great. Cool. But I mean, there, I, I feel like EA's got to be sitting there going, shit. Like, if Anthem does not, you know, do gangbusters for us, like, yeah, what do we do? You know, like what what are we working? Especially, got to be some crazy shit that they're working on. Especially with the track record that they've had in the last couple of years. I mean, between all the loot box shit and then Amadromeda, uh, Mass Effect Amadromeda, just mm-hmm. pretty much completely tanking. Andromeda, um, yeah. yeah, sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I knew it didn't sound right when I said it, but That's I went for it anyway. It's a dumb yeah. word. words. Uh, but yeah, Audible, uh, Amdramada, uh, it it just tanked and it did terrible and a lot of Mass Effect fans were pissed off about it. So, I mean, EA's got to be looking at all this stuff and thinking, where do we go from here? You know, they they have to do something to improve, or they are going to find themselves in I, in a mess before too long. I will make a prediction, my friend. All um, right. That this E3, uh, EA just kills it. Here you think so? Yeah, I think if... So if I'm them, right? You're mm-hmm. sitting there. You're just getting the shit kicked out of you from gamers <laughs> in terms of optics. However, you have a stranglehold and a monopoly when it comes to sports, right? Mm-hmm. Disregard basketball because that's 2K. 
Are See, we going to get Madden Battle Royale? Holy shit. That's what I want to know. Le'Veon, Le'Veon <laughs> Bell. Um, uh, but yeah, you know, like, I, I, you take a look at it. They've taken some shots. They're taking some hits to the chin here, big time from gamers. They constantly get the what, like the worst worst company in the world or something like that award. Yeah. Which I think at this point is just <laughs> just a troll, you know? Yeah. Um, but I, I think that they'll, they'll hit the ground running. I think they'll announce it. Like Anthem will come out. I think they'll announce an expansion pack for Anthem, for Anthem like a DLC. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they'll also show off like two or three new new IP, like new pieces of IP. I really do. I, I think that if I was them, I would come back. I would I would hit the ground running. I'd admit faults, honestly, in some ways, um, and I'd come back with uh, you know a, a battlefield, um, uh, new battlefield DLC. I'd come back with new anthem DLC. Um, I'd come out with. Uh, two new games, two new pieces of IP, two big properties, and I just reassert myself as like, look, like this is what we're doing. We're going to be a game company again. We're not, you know, we're not picking up work for hire shit like the the Battlefront stuff. We're not picking up, you know, this massive IP. We're here to create new worlds for you, and and that's what EA did because that's what EA like the Sims, all that kind of stuff. Um, through Maxis and all that kind of stuff, like, they, they made all those incredible games, and those games have continued to outlive some great, you know, like what I don't even know what version of The Sims we're on. Like it's insane. I couldn't tell you, but uh, they're but, still good. Yeah. They're still good games. But that's the thing. Right. Like I feel like they got out of that, and they went into I'm just going to create, you know, Battlefront, and then they okay Battlefront right. two, and that'll sell hotcakes and blah blah blah. And it's like yeah, the first one did sell because people didn't have it for like 12 years. <laughs> of their life right and they wanted it badly but i don't know I, I i'll make a bold prediction and say that e3 this year um whether we're there or we're watching it you know over the computer and we'll have to do a live show when we're doing that for sure right absolutely um, that uh i i bet you they, i guess they make a big i my thing is i even if they do make a bunch of big announcements i don't think that will be enough to um, to put them back in favor with gamers, at least not until those IPs come out. Because even if they do come out with all these announcements talking about uh, this new IP, and even if it's something that looks awesome, oh wow, <laughs> awesome. Um, I I mean, take a look at Anthem right now. Like that is a huge new IP that is supposed to be this sprawling and just crazy open world and everybody's nothing but skeptical. So, I mean, if Anthem does well, which I hope it does, but, uh, if it does do well, um, come E3, even if they do make those announcements, I mean, I think people will still be pretty skeptical and still be, uh, very hesitant to trust EA because it's not like they haven't taken, you know, an already existing well-loved IP and completely ran it through the dirt. Yeah. So I I don't know. I don't think next year their their whole image is going to be repaired or they're going to be you know oh, known as another. Well, no, I mean, I no, 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 no. Right, right, right. I, I and if anything, it, it it will be a start at best, and I think um, I think they're gonna have a long road ahead of them to put themselves back in favor with gamers because there's a lot of people that really, really, really oh, yeah. hate EA, 
and, and rightfully so. I mean, yeah, when's yeah, the last absolutely. game he bought? Dis, dis, discount all um, uh, EA access. Uh, Battlefield One. Cool. So, like, when did that come out? That was a couple years ago. Yeah. Two years. Was it only yeah. two years ago? Mm-hmm. Wow. I'm pretty sure. I so think. So that's shit. <laughs> uh, the last EA game I bought was NHL 16. Okay. Excluding yeah. Game Pass, excluding uh, EA Access, because I, I wouldn't. I, I had thought about dabbling into EA Access, but I wouldn't ever bought it unless someone bought it for me for Christmas. Yeah, Battlefield One was October twenty first, twenty sixteen. So yeah, and I got Battlefield years. One with my Xbox One S. Oh okay. When I bought it, so right that doesn't count. Doesn't count. Kind of counts. No. Kind of. It counts towards their left. sales. Yeah, but it doesn't count to <laughs> why I got it. It sat there for a while before I found out you had it. I'm like, okay, I'll play. Yeah. Like, that's just how I feel about them. Like, I don't... Unless you're going to buy, that, and buy that's, sports that's games. That's the weird like, thing. Okay, like, cool. Like, great. I used to really, really enjoy, like, Battlefield 3 and Battlefield 4 and... Has I it been milked? <sighs> I I that's that's the thing that's what EA does though they milk the shit out of it I mean look at look at all of the sports games that they come out with every year except for baseball why why did they ever do away with baseball why don't they do MLB anymore the show yeah well because MLB the show now is an exclusive Sony well, okay, yeah, yeah, but uh, didn't they had they had more than just the show? There used to be a oh another, yeah, dude, like, they had like NCAA, they had um, like football, they had all these things. Um, no, I you, meant specifically MLB because there used to be more than just the show. There was another one. So too. MLB is a very interesting organization. Yeah, where they are very strict. Yes, very strict <laughs> with their properties. So much so to like you can't even use like. Like, there's a separate, in order, from what I have understood from this kind of stuff for the MLB, uh, from what I've heard, uh, there's so much so to the where I know somebody that had a problem with a game simply because the players had pinstripes on their uniform. And it wasn't even the pinstripe of a, even a remotely a color of a professional MLB team, but they were making a baseball game and the pinstripes on that, the MLB had like a conniption and they are like really oh dude the mlb is super super secure about <laughs> their their league and their organization which i get you know it's yeah you know the mlb um but uh yeah i mean they're they they, they hold a lockdown on a lot of stuff so here's the thing too, i did right? not know that battlefield 5 uh comes out november 20th so we're less yeah. well almost you know just a month away less from than that. a month less than a month now but yeah like I'm not that yeah. pumped. No, me either. And I'm not no. saying that as an asshole. Like, I just literally... Right. Like, I, I, I mean... I'm right there with you. I just... I'm like, okay. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's I moved don't... from, I'm going to go buy this when it comes out to... I might wait for this going so. Really? You going to do that? Even... Even with me and Craig buying it, well, that's the thing. Because I already I'll told him I would buy it. Because you and Craig are, gonna be, yeah. But in the in the way you just said that to me, it's like you regret it. 
No, yeah, I, I've already expressed that on a past episode. Yeah, I'm not excited about purchasing this at all. I would much rather wait for it to come out and buy it Why later. Why are and we not I'm gonna, excited for this? I, I did not care for it. The beta. Uh, the beta turned me off from it completely. And actually, I wasn't excited to begin with because I wanted a modern battlefield and we're back to yeah we're back to world war ii so here we are i don't know man i i want it to do well the normal one what's that they think after this one they'll come back with uh with the modern day i hope you know i think they'll do they'll go they'll go way advanced or something like that i don't think battlefield would do that Okay. They they missed that train. That already happened. Why would they jump ahead after everybody showed how much disgust they had for it in the Call of Duty series? I because mean, that would be your, that would be a stupid move. Between Call of Duty and Battlefield. If yeah, you can but use it'd still be a stupid move. In a different way, more strategically, like Battlefield is used in their gameplay versus like Call of Duty. I could see it being cool, but I don't know if they take a leap from World War Two to you know that. I just I really just hope. This I don't see like him going War futuristic like, at all. And now we're doing the Vietnam War, and it's like, I don't. I think the next one will be modern. I don't think it's going to be futuristic. There's no. I do not see them going futuristic at all. Do you see them They've doing... actually already. I, back when Call of Duty was doing futuristic, they even came out and said that's not what Battlefield does. Yeah. So do Not you, saying that wouldn't change, but I just I don't see them doing it. I think at this point in time that'd be a dumb move. Do you think they'll uh, they'll continue doing the like the did World War One now World War Two on November twentieth? Do you think that they'll like start going through like smaller wars now? I don't know. Um, you know what I want? I want uh, like a, a game on war in Iraq. Yeah, I don't think we'll ever get it. I mean, we've kind of had something similar. Some of the Call of Duty games kind of yeah. did some of it. I mean, not nothing crazy, and it because, wasn't explicitly like, "Hey, this is this and this is this." But yeah. they had some uh, some some fights in the Middle East and things like that in certain levels. But it's like, man, I I don't know, especially now, I don't. I think now is really the time to, time to, to do, do all that. No, yeah. I, that's what I'm saying. I think it's past. It's a, I would have liked yeah. to have seen it. I think it would have been interesting. But it's also right. like the it was a weird war, you know? Like for all intents and yeah. purposes, it's still going on. Yeah, I was going to say, I think that's more the reason why I don't think we'll see it. Because it's still kind of going on. Um, it's more so, most of, the, most of the time when they cover the wars, it's like... 20 something years after at least you know historical reference and stuff right it's if you do it too early it's just kind of writing that line of distasteful i think yeah um so because it it takes a while for tensions to die out even after the war's over i mean and and even then i mean there's still going to be people that don't ever let those tensions die but at I don't know, man. I, I, I think we're we're a ways off from seeing anything on the Iraq war. I don't think we'll ever see anything on it. I'll take it all Never? Yeah, it's yeah. just such a controversial war. It's, there's people yeah. that want to go. There's people that, you know, said no. There, there's, you know. Have we ever seen... There's a lot of hurt seen... there, too, because there's, the, you know, there's a terrorist attack that's directly tied and linked to that. 
Right. I I think that would be a very very uh, touchy subject, and like yeah. you said, it, I I can see that never being made, and I don't I don't think there's a big push for them to make that. Um, yeah. Did we ever have anything uh, any game on Desert Storm? Do you know? I can't think of one that covered oh, any of Desert Storm. I think there's a game literally called Desert Desert Storm. Yeah, but is it actually the war, or they just use the same name? I don't know. Let me check it out. Uh, there's Conflict, uh, Desert Storm 2. Uh, Conflict. Developed yeah. by Pivotal Games, published by SCI Games, Gotham Games. Yeah, uh, I never played that one. That would no, be why I, I had... I wouldn't really call it. It's just a tactical shooter. Uh, I don't think it's really... Oh no! Iraq launches an invasion of Kuwait, August second, nineteen ninety. Sniper Paul Foley and a teammate are deployed behind enemy lines to destroy a bridge to slow the Iraq uh, the Iraqi advance. But Foley's teammate is killed, and Foley himself is captured. The next day, Riffleman John Bradley is inserted into the area. Yeah, with Operation Desert Storm in full swing, the team now <laughs> joined. Yeah. Okay. Well. Yeah. Shoot. PlayStation Two era, PlayStation yeah. Two, Xbox, and GameCube. Yeah. Holy shit. 2002. Yeah. That's crazy. So there was one. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Interesting. It has interesting ratings. Um, I see a 1.8 out of 5. Yep. And I see a 9 out of 10. I see Metacritic. <laughs> I'm not sure how that works. I see Metacritic giving the GameCube version a 62. However, the PS2 version got a 55. Huh. Interesting. The first GameCube shooter that was outranked over PlayStation 2. Incredible. Wow. Damn, that's interesting. Yeah. That is very interesting. (coughs) Yeah, I think EA's got some some work to do to to rein all this in and get get people interested again. Because I think a lot of people have just kind of gotten to the point where EA announces something and they just roll their eyes. Move on past it, and yeah, and, uh, and, I, I and think a think lot of things is, need to change. Do you think that people can quantify rolling their eyes? Um, I mean, yeah, I did. Uh, no, it's just a question. I'm, I not, think, I'm not doubting. I'm just. I mean, like, I don't. I don't think you really have to quantify rolling eyes. I mean, rolling eyes is is going to be strictly an opinion. If if people are tone deaf to it, they're tone deaf to it. I, I don't think you actually well, have to. But there's quantify people out there. It. They're just like whatever. Well, there's always going to be people out there that are just whatever. But at the same time, I mean, I've never been in a place where I have had anything against EA, but no EA games are making me excited currently. So, I, I mean, I don't I don't know how I would necessarily it, go not, about quantifying it, but no, it's no, no. just... I, I mean, I guess, like, it's, what I see is just an abundant hate for it no matter what oh i don't have any hate towards it i'm just not excited no you're bored yeah i'm just bored but what i see online is i see people just be like ah just hate them like i think i think there is a level where it's just cool to hate it oh yeah absolutely it hop on hop on board the hate train for sure that's exactly what it is for sure i mean one of the most downvoted posts of all time or sorry, I guess it was the upvoted post because it was somebody bashing on EA. Was on Reddit was a post about EA and and the loot crate shit, like absolutely just bashed on them. So it's, hmm. I mean, there's definitely people hopping on that, and um, and, and I'm not on the the hate train 
I'm just stinking bored, man. Like, uh, it, and it's maybe I just need a break from it. Maybe I just need to step away from Battlefield for a couple iterations, like I did Call of Duty, and maybe it'll be good again. But yeah, I, you, not really will... good again, but more interesting to me again, I guess. Do you think that this one launches and that they leave a lot more space in between the next Battlefield? Um, because keep in mind, we have I don't a console know. Launch possibly in the next like year and a half. Yeah, but they like to have that out right at console launch. Mm-hmm. Battlefield, what was it, 4 came out right in between the Battlefield two. Battlefield 1, yeah. No, it was Battlefield 4. Was it? I thought Battlefield 1 launched on Xbox One. I mean, it did, but Battlefield 4 launched at the release of Xbox One. Battlefield 1 came out in 2016. Okay. So, yeah, it was Battlefield 4. Um, well, maybe they'll wait. See, and that that's... That's too soon. Because I remember I bought Battlefield 4 on Xbox One right at release, and I had the physical game before I even had an Xbox One to play it on because it hadn't actually released yet. Hmm. So I mean, regardless, I think whatever we see, we're going to see announcements of new consoles in a year and a half mm-hmm. or like a year, and then they'll be like released in 2020, I think, still. I don't think yeah. that they're going to be released in 2019. I don't know. So you're changing your mind now? Because earlier Dude, in a different episode, you had changed it. I yeah. thought that or you Microsoft had said 2019. Would, would shoot out the gate in 2019, late 2019. But there's still time. I mean, it's not uh, late 2019 here's yet. The problem is, you see, I see them doing like the phone stuff, the Cloud X, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And I, feel I like think we're ties with that to then streamline that into their ecosystem. Exactly. With the new console, and I think they want a little bit more time with that. But also, on the other hand, like if Sony announces a new system before them, they're totally screwed. Yeah. Like I don't think Sony will though. Has to be insane on the Xbox One. See, the thing is, like, if or if so, Xbox is sorry. Xbox is. They have something in the works. They're not. They're not sitting on blanks right now. So oh, yeah. if if PlayStation does come out and announce something. Xbox will hurry up and get something around and announce it as well. And then they'll just, everything will speed up. They'll have to speed up their plan. But I think right now where they're sitting, I think they already have, I bet you they already have a good majority of the this uh, the next generation Xbox ready to go. And I think right now they're just trying to get things like uh, your streaming services and some of your other things uh, kind of lined up and getting them working properly. That way they can implement that with the next console generation. Um, but so so if if they did get into a crunch, they're ready to go, but they're trying to get all those, those other things f- well, finalized yeah. and ironed out and I get also, everything working great. Right, and I also think that for most of these, right, like let, let's look at what an Xbox is. It's, it's a PC in a box. Right, it's just it's a little box that is capable of running, you know, pieces of software, um, and has certain technical capabilities and limitations to it. So the box itself, I don't think is that crazy to make. It's more around the marketing, the branding mm-hmm. of it, and then it comes down to the developer support side of things. So you have to make a complete, like you have to make dev kits for this stuff. You need to make a complete dev support system on this. You need to write like a bible of how to basically develop for this, or else you never have games for it. So it's. Right. I mean that's that's the shit that takes a long time. But yeah, I agree with you. Like they definitely have something that works. They said it, right? They said it at E three. Um, mm-hmm. Phil Spencer said that they're working on something awesome, um, which is cool. Um, 
and also very nondescriptive, but nonetheless, in <laughs> <laughs> Phil Spencer, we trust. Um, but yeah. Uh, yeah, like I, you know, I don't, I don't know. I just, it's got to be more than a box, but it can't be too much to what the Xbox One was on launch, where it was that whole. Or they were trying to do too much. You can pet a tiger. Instead of just changing your input, you can stream everything, or you can run everything directly through your Xbox. And it was, they just tried, I understand what they were going for, but it was just too much. It was way too much. Oh, well, for sure. It was like the Wii U and And they had a TV remote control on it. It's like, what the, why? They they lost touch of, or they, they thought that gamers wanted more than just games and and to an extent we do right right right. i mean like i want one of my biggest complaints of about the switch is that it doesn't run netflix there is no netflix app which would i ever use it for i don't know but it just pisses me off that it's not there (laughs) right uh yeah we do use it for hulu sometimes you would would use it for for i mean yeah so uh, yeah we yeah, I understand that, but no, I'm just saying we just started using it for Hulu because we just got rid of cable like a week ago. So uh, before this, I wouldn't have used it for this, but now we are currently using it because for whatever reason, it runs like shit running it through my TV. So it runs better on oh, you have like a smart my Switch. TV. Yeah, I got a smart TV and it doesn't run very well on Dude, there. Dude, pick but... up like a Roku. It works like they're so cheap and they work fantastic. Yeah. And then yeah, you have to dock it. But I mean, or I can use one of the like nine fucking consoles I have lying around. That's true enough too. Yeah, that's true enough. Fair enough. I just might as well put them to like, use. I like that it's uh, it just sits there. It's a box and boom, click it. And it's instantly yeah. on. I don't have to wait a while. Well, yeah, we're we're gonna get something like that for for upstairs. Um, yeah, because downstairs with the that's where the switch's home is at. It sits on that TV, so we can just run everything off of there. But right, right, right. Um, and we can run actually Netflix through there. But for whatever reason, Hulu coming through the smart TV actually looked really bad. It was very fuzzy and didn't run very well at all. Huh. And then running it through the switch, it actually worked better. So I don't know what that was all about, but whatever works, right? Switch. Yeah. Right, but well. yeah, I I think. Um, I think Microsoft got carried away and tried to do way too much and tried to do things that people weren't even interested in. And well, I think they were. I ahead, mean, to be honest with you, yeah, I, I think they were ahead. But at the same time, like I, I think some of it was just off. Like I think, I, I, there was no reason I needed to run my cable through my Xbox so I could watch watch. Uh, TV and play a game like I, some people like that. I well, personally that hate that. Dope to do I can a screen, you know. Like yeah, I don't like doing that though. It. I can't focus. Right. I but can't do. If if you look at what they wanted to make it though, um, like that era of Microsoft, right when that Xbox One was announced, very weird era. Like, it was. I, I mean, you had like the Windows Phone was terrible. You had. Yeah. Um, they had quite a few strikes wanted, in a row. Well, they wanted to do like. They put the Xbox One and they treated it like every other Microsoft product, which is fundamentally wrong to have done in every single way. No, like see, yeah. when Microsoft no, I know, no, I know. They try to create any tech company tries to create an ecosystem because then you can lock somebody into it, right? And it's hard to get out of. You know, someone buys a Mac and an iPhone, they work incredibly well together, right? But the moment I go buy a PC and I try to make it use my iPhone, it sucks. Yeah. And what do I use more on a database basis? My phone. 
right? right. So it, it's all it's all containing the ecosystem, containing the user in the ecosystem. But it's it was weird because they tried to create something, but they didn't even have the services themselves to 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 fulfill it. Like if they had a proper Netflix that was actually good and didn't run like crap. Um, or like a proper music str- like streaming service on like Groove or Zune back in the day, yeah, they would have had a great system that would entertain a lot of people. Like th- think about if, if Microsoft was able to actually achieve a proper streaming service like a Hulu or a Netflix and yeah. put it on an Xbox back then, I bet you would be ahead right. of Netflix right now, big time. Well, and but I think at this point those two giants are they're not going to be overtaken anytime soon. I mean, look at Amazon Prime. It, it doesn't it doesn't hold a candle to what you get out of Hulu or Netflix or anything like that. No, absolutely. I mean, those two are the 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 main two for no. sure when it comes to streaming. But uh, yeah, if they would have been able to capitalize on it years ago, oh, they they would be killing it. I mean, they're still killing it. They're still fucking yeah. Microsoft at the end I of the think, day. Yeah, but, I just think they they got ahead of themselves, and also think they didn't want to put the effort in. Yeah behind what well, the whole ecosystem yeah. was because I think the agenda was just to unify everything because mm-hmm. they, they even tried doing stuff like um, uh, UWP or I think UWP or UWA or something like that or UWC UWP Universal Windows applications or something like that I've, I've botched this big time but anyways <laughs> they, they had this big thing where they're making like all of their applications, like any application that you made, could could run through. I think it was UWP. I want to make sure this is a this is a proper thing. I I, I need to make sure. Yeah. Or UWA. I don't know. Well, they, they and I think made software that could run on a bunch of stuff. I think they just talked about um, for the newer Windows phones that are coming yes. out, or the that you can actually now use Android apps. Finally. Which yeah, was, which is, I mean, that's a huge Android. thing. Yeah, which is huge. Well, I mean, they they absolutely needed that. They can't. Oh, they can't go. Oh yeah, oh. they they can't go around and and develop everything themselves. I mean, they right. could, but that's that's just not cost effective. They they needed to adopt either iOS or Android, and I think Android was definitely the right move, obviously, because it's Microsoft. So it makes a lot more sense for them to pair up with. Right. You know so the the Play Store, but the thing that they had when they launched that Xbox One is they were pushing this thing called UWP, um, which is a Universal Windows Platform um, mm-hmm. application, and the the UWP, the actual platform, means that you could create there's be there's one SDK, so one you know development tool, um, and basically through that there'd be able to be one store, the Windows Store, right? That's why it wasn't called the Xbox Store. It's just called the Windows Store. And basically that could work on mobile, PC, Xbox, Surface, uh, and mm-hmm. as well as HoloLens. And so they tried universing everything so that, like, if you created uh, Gears of War, you, you know, and or not Gears of War, say you created a phone app, the phone app could easily be ported to an Xbox. And that was fantastic for some, insta- like, for some instances, but then they cut a lot of UWP support. Um, for certain things for Xbox because all they were getting was a bunch of shit and a bunch mm-hmm. of shovelware and it was creating right. universal applications that were just didn't scale up properly and didn't work appropriately with the whole UI and that's where you saw Xbox take a different shift and instead of being those stupid tiles like they had in Windows 8 and 10 it mm-hmm. turned to its own proper you know UI so I don't know 
that's uh, that's the deal with it. But we got way off tangent. But anyway, yeah, we really you know, went. We got really off on a hell of a tangent. Jesus. Anyway, get, we'll get back track on news here with the game stuff. <laughs> uh, Devil May Cry Five Ultra Limited Edition. This is absurd. This is absolutely batshit crazy. So you get Devil May Cry Five, and it comes with Dante's coat, and that will run you eight thousand um, dollars. If that's how can, Oh, go ahead. I, I don't understand how they can even justify that. There is oh, not eight thousand dollars. Yeah, well, yeah, but that's how you justify. It. There's, yeah, you're only gonna <laughs> sell it. You're not gonna sell that many. But it's no, they've got to be like, super. I, you have to be a ridiculously big fan to buy something like that because eight thousand dollars for a freaking coat is ridiculous. You know, maybe you can resell it for more than eight thousand dollars though. Um, maybe if there's you. like a limited run of ten. Good news for you, though, Brody. If that is too much, yeah. you can get the Nero edition of the ultra-limited edition, <laughs> which comes with Nero's jacket rather than Dante's for $6,500. Oh, that's so much better. Yeah. And I was actually going to add in there's a third version, um, but I didn't know whose jacket it was, so I didn't put it in there. But it said V, the V version of the Ultimate Limited Edition. I don't know if that's character. I don't. I'm not a Devil May Cry guy, but, um, and that one was only like fifty three hundred. So oh, okay, that's reasonable. Yeah, but that one didn't have sleeves. It was like a trench coat, but it was also like a vest. If that makes sense. Yeah. I don't think it was a hood on it, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, this. Uh, where have we gone wrong with special editions, man? This is this, this is, is absurd. This is marketing hype. This is just to get people to write an article about the game rather than the actual jacket. And then people go, holy shit, there's a new you know, Devil May Cry. Okay, cool, go pick that up. That's all that is. And then there's uh-huh. going to be a couple people that purchase it. It's all, it's all hype-based marketing. That's ridiculous. It's just viral-based marketing. I must genius. be looking at this shit too much because it didn't do anything for me. I couldn't have cared less other well, than the no, fact I, that this is I mean, absolutely absurd. <laughs> right, but I mean, you don't care about Devil May Cry, but if you did, you'd be like, right. holy shit, that's coming out. Yeah, but buy that. you would think anybody who cared about Devil May Cry might was probably already paying attention. In the current world we're in right now? Yes. With Red Dead the, and everything? Yeah. How no. did it make it onto our show? Um, it was a announced at E3. No, yeah. but this specific... I'm just saying that people who care about e- Devil May Cry already yeah. know about Devil May Cry. But people who don't know about it might be like, well, what the hell? That's the whole point of it. Yeah, no, I I, I got that. Get a coat. Never, it's $8,000. Never mind. Get yeah. a coat. Buy a coat. It'll be like those NFL jackets we tried on once in that store. And they were like, hey, these are cool. And then we looked at them and like, hey, these aren't cool anymore. Because they're $500. <laughs> They, and they, like they were cool. To, yeah, I was gonna say they were cool because they were fucking ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> it's like literally someone stuffed pillows into the arms. Yeah, it was absolutely insane. It was incredible. We should, we should, still get them one we should go back and buy one. Yeah. Absolutely. What we'll just split it down the middle and share one? It's pretty much two <laughs> quotes. Like I mean, <laughs> we're gonna have to find a team that we agree on then. Um. I guess we could just go for the Colts one since we're here. Uh, but then that would make us lose a lot. Oh! All right, anyways. Um, <laughs> we lose anyway. What? Some, something else that uh, is, is a loss is uh, Days Gone launch date has now moved to April 26th, uh, 2019. 
from the PlayStation blog. Uh, it was written that uh, they wanted to share a change in release date for uh, this highly anticipated title from Ben Studio. Uh, they say that we recently decided to move the release of Days Gone from the crowded February time frame, aka Fallout, to April 26, uh, 2019. While the studio is eager to see Days Gone in the hands of fans, Ben Studio will take the opportunity to further polish Days Gone, which is awesome. Um, as PlayStation fans already know, Days Gone is an open-world action game set uh, in the high desert of the Pacific Northwest, um, traversing harsh landscapes on their drifter bike. Players must fight for resources as they attempt to survive broken roads, unpredictable weather, attacks from other human factions, infected wildlife, and roaming freakers, uh, aka a brutal dynamic world that is dangerous both day and night. So That's not Fallout time, buddy. Oh, shoot. My bad. Sorry. Anthem time. <laughs> Just, um, just to clarify, yeah, that's um, well, Anthem, Division 2, Yeah. Um, you got Kingdom Hearts coming out close to that time. Uh, I think it's we, the end of January. Are we sure Kingdom Hearts is coming yeah, out? Yeah, well, supposedly. It's only been I think six years since it's, yeah. the game's been announced. Six years. Yeah, as far as uh, the the games that may never, ever come out, Crackdown 3 is supposed to come out around that time. <laughs> Good God. <laughs> yeah. There's... There's a lot of the elusive games coming out around that time. Um, Everyone's just kind of like, okay, guys, like our time to come out now, now that we've come out of the Red Dead and Fallout shelter. Yeah. Um, yeah. So what I do you, mean, what do you, how do you feel about this? I mean, what, no, I know you don't have a PlayStation, but did, had you even really paid any attention to this game? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, for sure, man. Yeah. Um, this is something that uh, you were kind of looking forward to? I mean, even without the PlayStation, just kind of seeing it, or what? Yeah, I thought it was a neat neat looking game. Um, it's kind of cool. It's kind of like a Red Dead in a little bit of a way. It's kind of the feel of the character. And like a yeah. zombie-ish kind of badass kind of biker cowboy dude, killer guy. Um, I don't know what it was about this game, but I wasn't feeling it. Well, perhaps Not, it's because it's... I'm, a bunch of zombies? I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if I'm just over the whole zombie thing or what, but uh, I wasn't... I, mean, I was three years ago. Yeah. I mean, I've never actually been into the big zombie thing. I don't think I've really played anything other than like a Call of Duty game that has zombie in it, but I just... I'm not... I, those usually aren't my style of game. I just don't really care for them. Um, yeah. So this didn't do much for me. I will say it looked like it is a neat take on on all of this um but yeah good god coming out somebody else is gonna have to budge off that february 22nd release date because it is going to be insane there's a lot of games coming out on that day I'm and a lot forward of to the tuesday show start of february no no <laughs> that's gonna be a very very busy announcement for sure well i mean i guess the only thing you can take from 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 days gone is um the fact that it is being done by you know sony interactive entertainment yeah. Ben Studios right. by Sony, which is great. Um, you know, because they do some fantastic things with God of War. I mean, I think it's fine. I don't think it's anything to be worried about. Uh, I've seen some no. people be like, "Oh my god, like is this not you know, is this not doing okay?" It's, uh, no, no, it's doing fine. They're just, just they're just like, "Hey guys, like why don't we just move?" This somebody's got to spread it out. Why don't we just move it and we spend a little bit of time on it and uh, polish it up even more uh, and get some updates into it. And mm -hmm. uh, take your time marketing it more and uh, launch it in a less busier time. Um, right. That's not going to take away from them. Because keep in mind, at the end of the day, it's Sony. So 
they can get this thing up as quickly as possible if they wanted to, like tomorrow if they wanted to. Like they, they, yeah. they can do it whenever. Um, and I think they also want to respect the third party as well. Games that are coming right. out on their system, which is a lot of them coming out in February. And I mean, I think it was a smart move. I think it was a yeah. very smart move. Sure, there's there's nothing that is pressuring them to get it out sooner. I mean, um, I think their release time is perfect. I think moving it to April, where there's not much going on in April. I mean, hell yeah, why not? Yeah, I have no problem with spring. Yeah, spring's cool. all right. Give a an exclusive in spring. First player, yeah. uh, one. Uh, first player. Uh, is it single player? Or is it a, player? is it a co-op? Because I know there's two characters, but I can't remember if the other one's playable or not. I don't think it is. I think it's just a single player. I think it's just like an NPC. Yeah. Um, I can't or remember. maybe, uh, maybe, maybe that. Yeah, it's single player. Other characters plot driven. Yeah. No, never it's mind. Single player. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, it makes sense. Um, I still think even in February, um, you'll have Red Dead. Leakage. Old oh, guys. absolutely. Well, we looked at um, November is uh, what Red Dead Online beta. Yeah. So yep. you know you might be looking at a December January launch and that's gonna flood. It's like having a whole other game come out. Yeah. Right after Red Dead, so Red Dead's just gonna destroy everything. Everything for the next year. Yeah. Easily. <laughs> Good lord. Good luck, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck, everybody out there. Damn you, Rockstar, and your ability to make incredible games. Um, anyways, uh, speaking of Rockstar, Red, yeah, speaking of Red Dead uh, specifically, there's a gameplay leak uh, for like 25 seconds of gameplay. Um, yeah, but nonetheless, beautiful gameplay footage. Um, Absolutely, bro. This stuff is unreal looking. Like the way it looks, that really he good. Just he comes in and then just gets off his horse and just kind of jumps off and everything's just okay and the way that it's running how smooth it is how cool the action is with it i love how it's got similar ui to like grand theft auto with the kind of um with the pop-up uh a weapon uh wheel based for the ui i Um, like the weapon wheel for sure so cool um it looks just beautiful um i i don't know man it's an it's insane like i i cannot I can't. I don't know when's the last time I felt, you know, so pumped up for a game like this. Honestly, I know oh, for I you, know. like you had Spider Man. Um, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, like just this clip. I encourage anybody go on there, check out the clip. It's it's everywhere. It's beautiful. I saw it on, I saw it on subreddits that weren't even related to Red Dead or video games in general. It was just everywhere. But yeah. absolutely, if you are interested in this game, or even if you aren't, I'd still recommend taking 25 seconds out of your life and watching it, because it's it's pretty cool. Um, I like that they slowed down on the last person, you know, to kind of signify that you you've cleared the area. Yeah. Um, I I've always kind of liked that because it, it at least lets you know that you're not still looking for enemies. Plus, it's usually a pretty cool like kill cam type thing. Slows down time, shows them dying and all that, but. Uh yeah no I I think uh, I mean I don't I didn't learn anything new from this but I'm I was happy to see gameplay and see what it looked like and see that it is shaping up to be everything we're hoping for which 
Hell yeah. Rockstar will deliver, so. God, it looks so pretty. Yeah, it does. My God. And also on top of that, like, again, I've said it so many times, it just gets me so excited for, um, you know, the next Grand Theft Auto. And maybe that's a bad way of, of looking at it, but, like, I, I'm going to be dead honest. Like, I really like this Red Dead, but I also, like, I love Red Dead Redemption, the first one. Um, but uh, I, I mean, I, I, I love Grand Theft Auto way more. And oh, yeah. this just gets me so excited. Like, the ragdoll mechanics in this are incredible. A lot of people are saying the combat looks a lot like Max Payne, which is awesome because now the yeah, combat feels a that's lot That's a more good thing. Feeling, um, where GTA was like you're punching a bag of potatoes. Um, right. And shooting a bag of potatoes in many ways, too. Like, the, the blood physics and stuff are so are so cool um you know it, it's it, it's 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 pretty interesting um and i i yeah i just don't even i don't know what to say but this game's gonna this game is going to be it's gonna sell just insane unit numbers yeah dude. yep yeah I have with uh gta selling five million i bet you this does or sorry, sorry. Uh, it it's made five billion. GTA has. Um, I bet you this makes every bit of two billion. Uh, maybe even a little. Maybe even closer to three billion. Um, I don't think it's gonna hit the five billion that GTA had because I yet. think GTA does reach a wider audience. Um, whereas Rockstar, or sorry, not Rockstar, uh, Red Dead still has kind of its, it's not going to appeal to everyone. I mean, it is a Western, but at the same time, it's still going to appeal to a lot of people, and it's still just going to sell ridiculous. So, I, I'm so pumped for this. I can't wait for Friday. <laughs> I, I'm sure we'll probably even get a little bit of time in maybe Thursday night. I'm, I might stay up a little late and play for a couple hours or so oh, and oh, and then oh, friday night it's definitely on wow for sure thursday we're gonna have to do the podcast no that's right all right, 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 right we're right. also gonna have to uh well we'll have time because it won't release till midnight anyway so we're good okay cool we'll just be like oh, guys right there <laughs> all right well this has been a great show see you guys right dead. Oh, see you guys later <laughs> oh my gosh i'm so excited you know what I'm yeah, excited it's gonna be for? Great. I, what? Audible. They <laughs> sponsor God. today's podcast. Oh, That's right. Boy. Today's podcast was brought to you by Audible. You can get a free audiobook download and a 30 day free trial at audibletrial.com slash diggity. That you can get access to over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. The link is in the podcast description below. So head on over to audibletrial.com slash diggity for your free audiobook download and 30 day free trial. Like I said before, at the start of the show, you can follow us on Instagram at Diggity Podcast. You can follow us personally also on Twitter uh, at Jeff J. Zuck, J-E-F-F-J-Z-U-K. Or Brody Foltz, B-R-O-D-Y-F-U-L-T-Z. I caught him mid-sip. Uh, if you leave us a review <laughs> uh, for the podcast, it helps us out a ton. It uh, gets us ranked out more. It gets people talking about the podcast. I think people have been doing it because I saw a review, which is awesome. Um, but also on top of that, uh, it seems like more people are finding the podcast, which is just fantastic. Uh, we really want to grow this community. And as we grow it, uh, we'll be doing some new uh, forms of media as well. YouTube, stuff like that. Eventually, maybe get the podcast into a live show style, possibly. Yeah. It's going to be a while, but we're going to figure things out. We're growing. 
We're growing. We're working um, on it. Anyways, yeah, leaving a review helps us out a ton. Helps us two ways. One, obviously gives us more exposure. Two, helps us make a better show. If there's something you don't like, like Jeff, I don't like that I can't read. You told me I can't read the start of the show and that you can't help with that problem. <laughs> Guess what? I'll have instructions on how to contact me below. But you can't read, so you won't be able to contact me. Uh, <laughs> get wrecked. Doubling down on that, I see. Get wrecked. Good God. Uh, and if you need to find more info, yeah. there's also be a transcript of this show available. But you won't be able to find that because you can't read. So uh, it's okay. You know, whatever. Um, so people people can be like, oh, he doesn't like people who can't read. I mean, how do you fight against that? Um, anyways, yeah. <laughs> Until the Friday show, guys. <laughs> see you on the Friday show. Um, and, uh, the Friday, man, I feel like the Friday show we should be recording on Friday after we played a little bit of Red Dead. That'd be too, uh, it'd be too late. Yeah. It'd be too late. Maybe we'll put a bonus show out. Maybe we'll put a little, yeah, maybe we'll just do a, we'll do a, we'll do do a a little bonus thing. A fun weekend show. A yeehaw Mm -hmm. cowboy. Shooting, yeah. tooting, rooting, tooting. Shooting, tooting, rooting, diggity, booting, podcast. <laughs> Riggity, diggity, booting, whiskey, chugging, tooting, scooting. That's, that's what we're calling it right there. Redemping. You nailed it. Redemping. 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 Redemping.